We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this edition of The Connection. I am one of the hosts of the program, as you just heard in the introduction. Ann Baldwin, glad to be with you here today. And we also have Lisa DeMattis-Lapore, President and CEO of The Connection. How are you hanging in there? Let's do our little friend check since I don't get to see your smiling face now because of COVID. I'm uh, hi everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm hanging in there. You know, it's um I'm not I'm upset because I just found out that um uh, my son is going to have to go virtual for college um because of the town that we live in and because we now have a spike in our town, he's going to be excluded from attending classes at college and it just makes me really sad that this is how he's starting off his year that he's I don't know and it's just I I just keep you know the Mm -hmm. blows just keep coming it can always be worse it's not a terminal illness I get it having said that though it just I don't I'm just trying to cope every day like everybody else yep well you know and it's just one of those things where it just keeps piling on I just can't wait for this year to be over but he doesn't know what he doesn't know right so maybe that's the blessing and the problem yeah I mean it can always be worse it's mm-hmm. just it's just disappointing to me it's everybody I talk to from the storms hitting them to their trees down to people becoming ill to weddings being canceled to high school graduations and now on to college and the list goes on and on and on and on so Enough about that. Let's just let that go and hope that things continue to get better, and that's all we can do, right? And I just really quickly, I want to thank you for supporting our annual golf tournament. It was a, a big success given the uh, COVID um, epidemic. We had, uh, you know, a decent show of people. It was a lovely venue at Great River. And as always, I appreciate your support and, you know, you being there and golfing that day. So thanks again. It was really terrific. It was so much fun. So Great River Golf Course, for those of you that may have never played it, what a beautiful course down in Milford, Connecticut. And the day was the best. It was a perfect golf day. So let's bring on our guest today. And I love it when we get people here that have real life experience. So Lisa, I know you have a personal connection with our guest, Karen Ablondi. 
And so I'll give you the pleasure of introducing her to this program. Karen um, is a founding board member and vice president of the Connecticut Alliance of Recovery Residences. And she's also the founder and owner of Shoreline Recover, Recovery Sober Living, which she's gonna, I'm going to have her talk about today um, and tell you what the services are. But Karen is amazing to me. She's been in recovery for a long time, and, um, you know, she's really put a lot of um, her own personal experience into helping other women in recovery and um, having this beautiful, um, these beautiful homes, um, residences in Brantford and East Haven that she's going to talk about. So, Karen, welcome to the show. Hi, Lisa. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So, Karen, let's start with um, your recovery. So, how long have you been in recovery, and like, what happened, and where are you at today? That's what they always say when I speak at a meeting. What happened, and where are you today? Right, right. Well, um, so I'm a person in long-term recovery. Um, God willing, October eighth, I'll have 31 years of wow. continuous um, recovery. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I think Lisa, we're getting a little. We're getting a little older because Lisa knows me yes, from day one. And, I do. Um, we have a story. Yes, we do. I was 26 years old when I went to treatment, and uh, I didn't go to treatment willing, but um, thankfully somehow um, along the way I became a willing participant and was um, it was suggested to, to my parents and to myself that I should go to a halfway house after living treat, leaving treatment, and I had no idea what that halfway house was. And I was at an old treatment center in New Haven called Shirley Frank, and they had uh, made recommendations. Actually, Lisa was my clinician there at, at Shirley Frank. That's how we know each other. And uh, they mm-hmm. said, you know, Rushford in Middletown has a halfway house, and I think you should go there. And so I went ahead. I had nowhere else to go. My parents were behind it. And uh, I spent four months in Middletown at Rushford and uh, learned how to, you know, make my bed and go to work every day and, you know, go to meetings. And it certainly laid the foundation for, uh, for the rest of, uh, of my recovery journey. I really have um, so much um inspiration um, that you've given so many women in treatment and to be a part of your journey from the beginning. Um, really, Karen has such been a blessing to me, and I'm so glad that, you know, we stayed in each other's lives, and I've been able to, you know, I went to your wedding, and I experienced, you know, certain things with you along the way and um, had the amazing opportunity to um, get to know Karen's parents and her family, and, um, you know, you're such a role model for so many women that are um, trying to get, you know, clean and sober today. So, you know, continued success. I just, I'm just so proud of your journey, so proud of it. First of all, again, congratulations on, on so many years of sobriety. Karen, you were so young when you first went into recovery. What was it, do you think, for you to, you know, be addicted at such a young age? Well, you know, I don't know. I, I think, uh, you know, several different things. I'm, you know, a bit of a risk taker. Um, you know, certainly um, alcoholism is uh, runs in my family. And, uh, 
You know, I just, you know, started out very innocent and, you know, hanging out with people, going to keg parties in high school and doing different things. But it just led to some really dark places and um, doing things that I never would have imagined myself doing. And uh, I was addicted and I needed help. And you got it. So Shoreline Recovery, um, you've also seen the need. I know when I first went into recovery um, about 10 years ago, one of the biggest hurdles for my family, who's all out of state, was going on the internet and figuring out where do you start, Um, you know, access to the first step in recovery, which might be detox, it might be um, getting into a 28-day program, it might be any of those things. So you've taken your lived experience, and now you've turned that into shoreline recovery. Um, How do you think that your perspective as somebody who's in recovery is helping move that mission along and helping people find help when they need it? Well, like you said, you know, my own personal experience, because I've been there, I, I know what it's like to be afraid, not to know where to turn, who to trust, and uh, a lot of things have changed over the years, and people need more than just, you know, a 28-day um, program, and Absolutely. even the way and the way insurance is today, many people don't even get that 28-day yep. inpatient experience. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to do um, intensive outpatient programs. So the housing piece is, is so, so important, you know, because mm-hmm. people are coming from, you know, really toxic environments. There's other people in the house using, you know, there, there's family stuff going on where, uh, you know, you have helicopter parents and it... Uh, Individuals need to go on after treatment to become more independent, and, and sober living provides that um, that peace for people to get some uh, help and peer support and the the kind of the protection that they need. It's, it's uh, we hear so many times people want to go off and get an apartment right after treatment, and it's. Uh, usually doesn't work. People end up right back in treatment because they don't have that push from their peers to go to meetings and, you know, to go to the IOP and to get that job. And it's easy to slip when you're on your own. Absolutely. So, Karen, um, being the founder and owner of Shoreline uh, Recovery Sober Sober Living, which was founded in 2014, Talk to us about those residences in Bramford and East Haven and um, how many, you know, women, what's the criteria to um, enter Shoreline Recovery, um, what's your website, and how can people um, contact you if they're looking for a bed after treatment? Certainly, certainly. So we're at shorelinerecovery.org. You could reach us at 203-903-5523 or email me at karen at shorelinerecovery.org. We have um, an online application on our website. We have photos of all the different houses. We have a list of kind of program overview and also kind of a list of, you know, what to bring, you know, to the sober house. So so I first opened a men's house. I think kind of being a, a woman in recovery, I was really kind of chicken to start with a woman's house. So I opened a men's house thinking it would be be a little easier, and uh, it certainly paved the way. And, uh, you know, people said to me, oh, you have a men's house. Why don't you have a woman's house? And 
And I was like, yeah, you know, that's the next step. So so our men's house was opened in 2014. We're a 13-bed um, men's house down in East Haven on near the beach. And a couple years later, we opened up um, our first women's house in East Haven down by the beach. And it, all our homes are 12-step based. You're required to go to meetings, to get a job, to work with a sponsor. Um, we have a regular weekly in-house meeting, and we do regular and random talk screens. We have a curfew, and, uh, you know, we sign in and out of the house. It's pretty independent, although we offer enough kind of structure and support for people to do well and to stay sober if, if that's what they want to do. And you know, Karen, <laughs> we, we talk about on this program a lot about peer support and how important that is. Because I know when, for example, I came out of my recovery program and came back to Connecticut from Utah, you, you land back in the same environment, the same people, places, and things, which is oftentimes part of our issue, right? So to have people in the home, to follow that 12-step program, and to support each other and change that dynamic, to me, I see that as, as half of the battle. Because you're right, you said it before, you know, insurance is another issue. But 28 days, you think you've got it, and trust me, you don't know what you don't know. Because you get out of there, and now what? So to have these homes and have these facilities, it's really amazing that you've taken um, what you know and turned it into helping so many people. So how many beds do you have open currently? So I think our men's house, we're full. We have a couple on the wait list. And out of our three women's houses, I think we have a, a, a couple uh, a couple beds available in, in uh, each of our Brantford houses. So like I said, we had opened East Haven, and then um, we were at capacity so quickly, and I was getting so many calls from people. And I'm from Brantford, and I had always wanted to have a house in Brantford. You know, that's where, you know, after leaving the halfway house, I moved back to Brantford, and that's where, you know, my recovery really, really took off. And I attended meetings there. It's, a you know, a great place to, to recover. And... Uh, I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity over the last couple of years, we've been able to open two other houses in Brantford and for women. Um, there's a need for women housing, and uh, I'm really fortunate to be able to, to provide that to so many women. So we have over 40 residents, um, 13 of them are men, and, and the rest are women. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, a, an opportunity for everyone to begin to take responsibility for themselves and also to, you know, take some responsibility for the home that they're living in, you know, participate in the upkeep of the house. And also it gives them a real opportunity, the residents, to begin to practice, you know, the 12 steps when they support the new residents that come into the house. You know, that that's key to kind of making it all work and uh, and, and be successful. That's that's really it's really wonderful and the, the I've seen the pictures online of these uh, residences and they're absolutely lovely and welcoming and it's clear that a lot of thought was put into um, the design of of these houses for women so that they feel safe and it's a very positive environment and it really speaks Karen to your commitment to recovery your commitment to um, women on their journey, and, you know, uh, it's just so amazing to me because I agree with you a thousand percent that 
you know, you go into treatment and you, you know, you're getting the tools that you need, but the real work, you know, it's your, it's a lifelong process, but the real work is starting right, like you said, when you leave and having a safe place to live and being surrounded by those in recovery and giving um, folks a safe place to live and getting them back on their feet, I think is so key. And I just, you know, my hat's off to you because so much treatment is needed for, much more treatment is needed for women in Connecticut. And, um, what a what a wonderful uh, journey this has been for you. What does it feel like for you to, you know, have these women coming in and you know seeing them, you know, get their life back together and you know being able to provide this level of service must be has to be the most rewarding thing for you. I I just I mean I think it's just so great. It's extremely rewarding and gratifying, and it's heartbreaking as well. You know, when you see people that aren't ready for 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 this, you know, and they don't accept the gift of recovery. You know, the the wonderful piece of it is, is like I was on Facebook the other day, and a young lady had posted that she was 18 months sober. You know, and I, you know, sent a you know a quick response to her and told her how proud I was of her and. Uh, you know, her response back was like, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do it without you and Shoreline. And, you know, I certainly don't want to take credit for her sobriety, but just to hear that, just to hear how valuable the experience was for her, it, you know, it just makes it, you know, makes all the, the, you know, the heartbreak and all the hard work, you know, worth it. And if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Karen Ablondi. And um, Karen, if people want more information, we urge them to go to shorelinerecovery.org. As you mentioned before, Karen, there's a form that you have to fill out and submit. And so there is a bit of a process. But still, the fact that you have, you've done this, what are your goals for the future in, in helping people find recovery? You sound like you've got, you're a visionary. So what's next? Well, you know, more housing, you know, I, I, it's, it's important to have safe, affordable, um, mm-hmm. well-run homes. So um, we certainly still see the need. I, I get probably at least five, six calls a day, people looking for housing. Wow. Um, you know, a lot of times we get people that are looking for, um, for scholarships. Um, we're able to do that occasionally with people. We like to be able to offer one scholarship a month to help people. Um, most times we could offer a partial scholarship and scholarship some of the, the moving costs for people that have, you know, a financial hardship. And uh, I'd like to be able to do more of that. You know, we're, we're uh, a self-pay house. And, um, you know, when people don't have the money, and it's the case, where, you know, when I first left treatment, I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. And, you know, fortunately, uh, the halfway house was covered by insurance. So, yeah, the, the fight continues. You know, um, us in the, the recovery housing uh, arena really believe that insurance should cover it. You know, Demas does support some sober houses, um, but not enough. You know, there's not enough funding. So, so we need to push for more funding so more people can access um, recovery housing. And recovery housing is, um, you know, it's, I can't emphasize enough how important it is and also the fact that, you know, housing, um, living with other folks in recovery are really key um, for the obvious reasons, you know, for bonding, for support, um, for encouragement, and, um really to walk the journey with someone else who's going through what you're going through, right, before you can um, make a decision about what's the next step. How long can people live in the houses, Karen? 
So people can stay as long as, as they'd like. You know, we have people that do well stay a full year and, and a little bit more. We have a couple of guys that have been with us about a year and a half, two years, and, and they, they just they like the camaraderie and they like the support and, uh, you know, sharing meals with a couple of the guys and, and giving back and, and doing some of that 12-step work that um, is so important for people's recovery. So, yeah, you know, we tell people, you know, we want you to come on board for at least 90 days, but, um, you know, stay as long as you want. So it, it's important. We're fortunate enough in our newest Brantford house that we do have several singles um, available, and those are for our women that have, a, uh, you know, at least six, seven months of reco- recovery under their belt, and they're able to, to take on, um, you know, a single room, and that allows them to stay with us longer because it gives them a little bit of privacy yet still be connected with, with everyone in the house. So, Lisa, this must be kind of amazing for you, because if I remember correctly, in the beginning of this conversation, you were the caseworker for Karen when she first came in uh, for recovery. Is that right? I was. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what did what did That's that crazy, right? Isn't that something you, you go back and, and think about that and you look at Karen then and you look at what all that she's accomplished now with Shoreline Recovery? It must just be amazing to you. It is, but I I, I want to say, Karen, um, you know, I remember um, working with you um, when you were at Shirley Frank and, you know, seeing seeing so many wonderful qualities that you had and what potential you had. And um, I really felt a, a huge connection with, with, with you, Karen, and obviously with your parents um, very much. Um, you know, it was, you know, back you know, 30-something, 30 years, I can't believe it's that long, 31 years ago. Um, And it was, you know, a different time, and there wasn't at that time a lot of women's treatment because, uh, you know, Shirley Frank was a co-ed facility, and, you know, that sort of started my journey when I was realizing, you know, why aren't there, you know, programs specifically for women um, because I didn't, you know, I, while I worked there, I wasn't a big uh, supporter of co-ed because I was learning that's really not going to work. And so that started my journey at the Connection and opening women's programs and, you know, starting that and, you know, the whole housing piece. So, you know, to have been part of your journey um, for me is got to be one of the most rewarding, you know, one of the most rewarding things to hear and just to be so proud of you, Um and to see you, you know, become a mom and, you know, take, you know, be in recovery. And, you know, I, I see you, I've seen you at conferences or, you know, when we've bumped into each other. And Karen was really supportive when I became CEO and, you know, came to my event. And it's just like the circle of um, why recovery is important. Um, you know, you started you started with me in my own journey, right? Um so we both started together in, in interesting ways, but Karen, you know, you always were so special to me and are special to me, and I just saw, you know, a beautiful, this beautiful young woman who was smart and had all of these, you know, amazing gifts to give the world, and, um, you know, you walked that walk as hard as it was, and, you know, to see where you've come is just, it's amazing. I mean, I literally have goosebumps right now as I'm talking about this because... You know, who would have thought, right, all these years later? It's Here crazy. you both are. Here you both are. Well, I'm so ag- proud of you. Again, we want to give out the website if you Thank want you. 
if you want more information on Shoreline Recovery, it is just shorelinerecovery.org, or you can also call them at 203-903-5523. Right. Well, thank you very much for having me. And I also do want to mention, if I can, um, you know, Shoreline Recovery is certified by CTAR, the Connecticut Alliance of Recovery Residents. And I'm part of the uh, the board of CTAR. We inspect and certify recovery homes in Connecticut. We're the state affiliate of the National Alliance of Recovery Residences. And we aim to help people um, provide better sober living. Well, Karen, thank you so much for being on the program today. This was very interesting. I really admire what you've accomplished and, and all the good that you're doing, especially for people that uh, are hurting out there. And we know this is an especially difficult time for those people that are in recovery and trying to find recovery. So this was a great conversation. Thank you for that. And we hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. We want to thank you for tuning in to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC. News Talk 